0: This is the Enthusiasts Guild, a place for conversations about wonderful and interesting things with the people who enjoy them. I'm Fletcher C. Finch. I'm Adam Zaremski. And our guest today is Olivia Lawrence, and we're going to be talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hi. Hi, Olivia so for our listeners if the audio sounds a little bit different this is actually a first for the enthusiasts guild we're doing in-person recording which we've only recorded remotely before and we are recording outdoors at a safe social distance from one another
1: so we are in adam's backyard it's kind of nice being out here we get out here a lot with the kids but after hours this is nice we'll have to try and keep this going olivia how did you discover buffy the vampire's lair
2: so my mom used to babysit my cousin in the summers and she would, my aunt would drop her off and my mom, it was too early for her, I guess, so she would just throw on FX and we would just watch Buffy reruns until my mom was like awake enough to be around a bunch of kids. So it kept us entertained for every morning.
1: So did you just start off at random episodes? Like yeah, you probably for didn't? sure. Yeah.
2: Definitely. And well, that was kind of nice though because um, pilots always suck. I think. <laughs>
1: it's true. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true.
2: I don't think I would have liked it as much if I started from the beginning.
1: What did you like about it?
2: I love that she was this little girl that kicked a bunch of butt and nobody expected it, and that was kind of uncommon for the time, I think. She had the best quips. She was so funny. I just love everything about it.
1: Yeah. So we all have a little familiarity with Buffy here, right? Yes. So Olivia has caught on to it. She saw it kind of reruns almost on fx and then did you go and then watch it all on netflix
2: um yeah and i also have uh buffy and angel the complete box set on dvd so i watch them at least once a year
1: awesome nice so adam how did you start watching buffy i think the show started in 97 and i would have been in seventh grade if i didn't watch it the first year i definitely watched it the second year It was out and then caught up on all the reruns so i was watching it as it was happening in real time which was kind of neat because they were Buffy and her scooby gang, um, which they called themselves. They are, they kind of start off in that. They're like sophomore in the first season. And they do each mm-hmm. year is like, they're not just stuck in high school. Right. They do progress. And so they're a couple years older, but it was still like, oh, wow. Did that shape your expectations for high school? Oh, well, yeah. A lot of vampires <laughs> and and just cool people. Yeah. Uh, you were watching on, like, kind of reruns, but then you had a chance to go get the DVDs or watch Netflix or something to yeah. start from the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Was there a, ever a point where you got tired of the show or it was always good?
2: No, it's always good.
1: Yeah. Which, were their highlights, some high moments?
2: I definitely watch certain episodes over and over again, like Band Candy or Once More with Feeling. Mm-hmm. But I try at least once a year. Sometimes it's every other year to just start over again. In my next goal, I've never watched... Buffy and Angel simultaneously and I really really want to do that next oh yeah cause they go together
1: mm-hmm. yeah and they do have some crossover episodes yeah for people that don't know Angel is a spin off of Buffy the Vampire Slayer
2: yeah I wouldn't say spin off but maybe like a continuation
1: it's part of the expanded Buffyverse you know right cause it is continuing like they do have Buffy come over and Angel visit yeah. too so it's still
2: and Cordelia is there right full time mhm
1: How about you, Fletcher? When did you come across Buffy? I started watching in, I want to say 2010,
0: and I watched it on, it was on Netflix at the time. I watched the first episode and I was immediately hooked. I ended up burning through five seasons in just these long marathon viewings where <laughs> I would, at that point, I was working at the newspaper and I would work at the newspaper all day and I would get home and I'd be like, well, I'll watch, I'll watch one Buffy episode before I go to bed. I, I deserve to relax. And three or four hours later, I'd be like, well, it's two in the morning. I should go to bed.
2: <laughs> it sucks you in.
0: It does. It does suck you in. I did watch... Part of season six, but I trailed off then. I, I love the episode once more with feeling, but I kind of saw that they were taking things in a darker direction, and I'm a wimp when it comes to my favorite <laughs> characters on TV, and I didn't want to see people get hurt. So I kind of just drifted off then and started watching Angel instead. How do you feel about that, Olivia?
2: I think it's appalling. <laughs> <laughs> a disgrace. <laughs>
0: what would you- Olivia, why did you want to revisit the episode "Band Candy?
2: Band Candy is my all-time favorite episode in the world. I'm obsessed with movies that adults act like kids, like all the Freaky Fridays and like Father and Son and everything like that. It looks like they have so much fun recording, doing the show. Yeah, I love it.
1: Olivia did come very well prepared (laughs) with copious notes about this, so we are happy. Um, She is totally enthusiastic.
2: I didn't want to forget anything.
1: She's a true enthusiast. Now, Band Candy, it's season three.
2: Season three, episode six. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. Even if you haven't started from the beginning, you can kind of jump in and not really miss too much because it's just kind of like a more fun, lighthearted episode. And some of them do get a little dark and sad. Also, it's so funny. So Mm -hmm. you should watch it.
1: You know, it starts off with Buffy in the graveyard with Giles. And you feel like at first he's reading her a, a book of ancient
2: dark script or something. Yeah.
1: And, and what were they doing in there? It was just-
2: prepping for the SETs.
1: Yeah, and she's just like, "Oh, it's got to be C because I haven't chosen C in a while," and he's like, "That's yes. not how it works."
2: And then what did she say? Like, is it too late to join one of those tribes where they pierce something or cut a body part off? And I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: That episode has a lot of great examples of that Whedon-esque dialogue. And they set you up to expect one thing and then kind of pull the carpet out from under you. Who is Giles, Olivia?
2: Giles is Buffy's watcher. He's very English. He has his little jade teacup that is so cool that he has in all the episodes. And he just kind of protects her and tells her what's up, helps her figure out the demons that she's fighting and... He's a librarian.
1: So for, like, the people who don't know Buffy, there's the vampire slayer, Mm
2: -hmm. Buffy, and then
1: they have a watcher, I think it is?
2: Yeah, every slayer has a watcher.
1: And Giles is that watcher. Yes. So he's, like, helping her, training her to go do these crazy battles. Yes. Which is wild to think of, like, a librarian being like, hey, high schooler. Yes, I don't
2: think they're all librarians. I think he was a librarian just to, like, meet her when she came to Sunnydale.
1: The, The intro, the opening theme... T- to Buffy draw you in?
2: Definitely, I have it um, saved on my Alexa playlist right now, so Very nice. it pops That's up awesome. every now and then.
0: That's one of those TV episode intros that I will never skip. If I'm watching something and it gives me the option to skip, I'm like, no, I want that Buffy intro. It gets you in the mood for this show. It's such a good tone setter.
1: Yeah, uh, some with the guitar. I think it's just in the beginning. Where it's just like <laughs> maybe it's not <laughs> the guitar, but it sounds like it's it. still good. Yeah, the whole
2: things. Amazing.
1: I I put it on a little while ago to refresh my memory on that, and it was like, it brought me back to a while ago (laughs) when the show was first on. So why is it called Band Candy?
2: It's called Band Candy because if you know Principal Snyder, he is the worst, and the band <laughs> apparently needs money, so he makes everybody sell this stupid candy even though they're not in the band. Everybody has this chocolate to sell, and all the adults are buying it up, and they're eating it. Buffy doesn't have her driver's license. and She wants it so bad, and her mom, Joyce, does not want her to have it because she ran away over the summer. She tells her mom that Giles, her watcher, is like monopolizing all of her time and then she tells Giles that her mom's monopolizing all of her time and this is something that I definitely would have pulled as a child because I was also the worst. You just play everybody against each other and then have your the time of your life doing whatever she gets caught and everyone's really mad at her but then they don't stay mad because they've been eating this band candy the whole time and her mom just gives her the keys she drives off doesn't even question it. They're children again. All the adults turned into teenagers. It is so fun,
1: and then once the adults, because it was like alcohol or drugs, almost where it hooked them. I think, and they were just
2: yeah. No one was in their homes.
1: Are they're just
0: chowing down on it.
2: Yeah, when they're like scolding Buffy for being late or lying to them, Joyce is like gnawing on one, then hands it to Giles, and he like pulls another one out of his suit jacket, <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> passing them around. Yeah,
0: what we find out is that. The reason that they're giving the adults this band candy that makes them all act like children is because Mm -hmm. they want to complete a ritual with a a demon in the sewers that includes a a human sacrifice. And as the mayor says, he keeps his campaign promises.
2: (laughs) Yes, it's babies. (laughs) What is the demon? Larconus?
1: It was a giant snake-like.
2: Of course, in the sewers. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> We're the bunch of monks.
1: <laughs> I'd forgotten about the mayor. Uh, yeah. The mayor is one of my favorite characters.
0: He is the perfect smiling villain. Yeah. And I, I love how when we find out that he's behind this whole thing, he's with Mr. Trick in his office, and he opens up this cabinet that's full of, like, shrunken heads and everything, and he unstoppers what looks like a shrunken head with, a, like, a bottle stopper in it and sniffs it. And then
1: says, where's the scotch? <laughs> yeah, is- Buffy has a boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, Angel. We've mentioned before, he is kind of a boyfriend. He's also a vampire, like, but he's got a soul, if uh, I recall. Yeah. yeah. At this point, he's lost Ooh. and then
0: regained his soul. Yeah, yeah, he just
2: came back from hell for like 200 years. He was being tortured, so he's trying to regain his control again.
1: I I did the one part when she walks in and he's shirtless doing Tai Chi. Oh yeah, so sweaty. (laughs) And he just, she's like, oh, I didn't know you did that.
2: And Giles and Joyce are at Giles' house in his living room and they're laying on the floor and um, she asks him if he's ever heard of that SEALs band and he goes, eh, they're okay. I just love Giles' disinterest and he just seems so cool. I just, I'm obsessed.
0: He is just so cool and Joyce is definitely into how cool he is
2: yeah and joyce is not that cool she's trying no. so hard
0: <laughs> what i like about that too is that we get to see giles as ripper there have been some hints towards his past before and that he had a, a darker youth that he was young and rebellious and toyed with magic but we actually get to see giles as ripper in this episode w- what do you think of giles as ripper
2: giles as the ripper is my favorite giles that is who i wanted to hang out with when i was in high school (laughs) and then when he throws that thing whatever it is into the window and joyce loves that jacket that's like Mm, juice mm -hmm. newton (laughs) oh my god was it was it a garbage can
0: yeah it's a trash can he (laughs) smashes the window and grabs the coat for her
2: and then he fights that cop um and then they end up having sex on the cop car with the Which handcuffs. I
0: did not catch the first time I watched that episode, but on rewatching, it's very clear. Yeah, they like,
2: do that panning away thing that's in like all the 90s movies. Um, oh, one of the things that Buffy says when they're at the bronze and they're like figuring things out is let's do the time warp again. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Giles was Dr. Frankenfurter in the Broadway show in England. No kidding. Yeah.
0: He has an entire huh. singing career. That's wild. Yeah. I love to see the dismay with which the actual teenagers respond to the adults acting like teenagers. Like when Willow and Xander are at the bronze and uh and they see all of these adults. It's it's pretty hilarious.
2: What is that teacher Miss uh Miss Barton? Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that one little just, tree. Yeah. Are there any nachos in here, little tree?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Willow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the teachers, or was he a teacher or someone else who's just up on stage, shirtless? Or just a
2: doctor, Will doctor.
1: Okay,
0: heart attacks. <laughs> 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 yeah, they are all singing Louie Lee.
2: Oh yeah, and that's when they realize that the the parents are acting like them, and Will is like, we don't act like this. <laughs>
0: I like later in the episode when Xander is like, well, I'm I don't seem any different. And he just realizes that it's because he's always immature.
2: Yeah, (laughs) he just steps. He like trails off.
0: (laughs) But the character of Oz is one of my favorites as well. Uh, Oz. Seth Green? Yeah, Seth Green.
2: (laughs) You have cool hair, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, he really does. If you look at that hair, he does have cool hair. Yeah.
2: And he's so chill.
0: Always so chill.
2: Yeah, he's a good one. (laughs) Okay, so Ethan Rain is one of Giles uh, the Ripper's former classmates who raised hell and summoned demons, and they have a past together. And he was behind the candy for Larconus, and they found him, and they got him, obviously. Mm
0: -hmm. Ethan, also in the Halloween episode where everyone becomes the costumes that they're wearing, which is another one of my favorite episodes.
2: That is a good one
1: i liked how buffy buffy took care of um how did that happen then she you know saves the day obviously but how did yeah,
2: she she like jumped up and ripped uh one of those pipes off the wall and was it like gas
1: i think some gas or steam or something yeah.
2: yeah the gas line and put it into the torch and just blew him up with fire
1: which is pretty sweet <laughs> yeah
2: i always thinking that buffy <laughs>
0: You did talk about how how she slays the, the snake demon, but I love when she's just chasing around Ethan Rain, and he's just such mm, a coward. Like, mm. y- you think he's going to stand up to her for oh. half a second, and then he just runs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she finds him in the crate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, farm fresh chicken, and he just doesn't <laughs> even argue. He's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love the quips in this show.
2: Yeah. In the yearbook, it said that the sales for the band candy were six hundred thousand dollars.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> People ate a lot of chocolate.
1: Yeah, because it's only a dollar a candy bar. That's impressive for a band candy sale. <laughs> I don't think yeah. our I don't think our school ever reached that. No.
2: People just or Larconis really wanted some babies. Right. <laughs> what did you think about the episode?
1: You know, I hadn't seen it in a while until you said you wanted to talk about this for the episode, so I went back and was catching up. It was fun. I haven't, you know, really seen the show in a long time, and kind of catching up, it brought back a lot of fun memories of just hanging out. What about you, Fletcher? What would you think about Band Candy? I think Band Candy's a really fun episode.
0: It's neat to see the characters, especially Giles and, and Joyce, who you know the way that they're expected to behave. And it's fun to see them behave as as if they're teenagers. And the actors do a fantastic job with that. Olivia, have you gotten anybody else into the show?
2: Um, You know, I think I talk about it too much that people just get burned out by me and just want nothing to do with Buffy. Oh,
1: That's <laughs> unfortunate. I,
2: I know. I'm still trying, though.
1: What keeps you going back to it?
2: Uh, it's my literally my favorite show i love cordelia i love everything about cordelia <laughs> i want to be cordelia why cordelia i think cordelia is badass and she's so confident and i just wish that i like had more of her qualities She like tells you how it is
1: she really does yeah rewatching just like catching clips of them, i'm like oh wow yeah she very much just she's gonna say it sometimes yes. good or bad she doesn't care who's feeling she hurts
2: Actually, one of my favorite Cordelia lines is on Band Candy. They're getting prepped for the SATs, and everyone is so nervous. And then Cordelia is like, oh, I'm excited. I do well on standardized tests. And then everyone looks at her, and she's like, well, I can't have layers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She does have a good character arc for a character who starts off as just Am I wrong saying Ditzy and Cheerleader, I think, if I recall? In I feel like
2: first... Mean Girl. Mean yeah, girl. yeah. Okay. mean yeah. girl's
1: a good way to put it. But she starts there and then, you know, prominent character throughout mm-hmm. and then goes into Angel, the other TV show, the spinoff, and she grows. Yeah. It has a lot of good growth and it's For sure she has layers. Layers. She has
2: layers. <laughs> <laughs> she has layers.
0: If I have a favorite character, I, I think it would have to be Giles. i love that he is that kind of dry and stuffy. And you would think that he was ineffectual, but often he gets the job done. He has hidden depths to him. Uh, like, scotch. <laughs> <laughs> like scotch. Like scotch. Like
1: your minions. Yep. I, how about you, Adam? You know, I, I think I would just go with Buffy. Like, she carries the show. The actress, Sarah Michelle Gellar, did a fantastic job oh, with that phenomenal. role. she's phenomenal. You know, the, she has layers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where... You know, I I remember, so starting when I watched it as seventh grade teenage boy, it was one way, but then as you're watching it, it (laughs) it goes on to something much better. It's a show, and I, you know, talking about it so much more, I do kind of want to go back and rewatch a lot of it, but I, yeah, I mean, Buffy was just cool, she was multifaceted where she's super confident and then kind of depressed and she fails and succeeds and it was a good hero to have on the show it wasn't someone who's was always successful it wasn't someone who was perfect mm-hmm. um she tried and succeeded most of the time failed here and there
2: died a couple times
1: yeah died a couple times she <laughs> saved the world a lot yeah, yeah. no <laughs> it one was even
2: th- knows <laughs> <laughs>
0: And if if someone's listening to this episode and they haven't seen Buffy and they want to start, what would you recommend to them? Where should they start? What should they look for?
2: Okay, so I feel like the pilot isn't as good as the rest of them, so you should definitely start with Band Candy and then watch the pilot so you know that it gets better. <laughs> but you love the pilot, so... <laughs>
0: No, the, the pilot just got me hooked. So the, the pilot starts out with Darla, and you think she's going to be the victim, and the guy she's with is the Predator, and then it flips it on its head right away, and it's just such a great way to start that series.
2: Yeah, somebody um, said, uh, actually, I think it was Christina Sutherland, whatever fans wanted Joss to do, he usually did the opposite. I believe so, like, that. That makes sense right from the beginning. One other thing that I like found in this episode is that Principal Snyder said that he was practicing Taekwondo at the Y, and <laughs> I just first of all I love his um,
0: wait the, the actor said that uh, no the,
2: or the the character the character says. in the in the episode and it was kind of like a nod to Buffy because Sarah Michelle Gellert has a black belt in Taekwondo
1: I did not know that oh.
2: which I thought was pretty cool too.
1: Uh, Today I was reading up on Sarah Michelle Gellar. I'm impressed with, she seemed to have done a lot of humanitarian projects. Like what? Um, I think she worked for Habitat for Humanity, certain things with, like, reading for kids. I was, Cool. it was just like, oh, wow, cool. It's nice to see, like, the actress who was doing this role all these years. And,
2: you know, you're watching,
1: it has a positive thing that she did. And I think I read something where she said her mom told her to give back. And so she would make a lot of donations while she was on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was so busy, she couldn't do much. And she's like, now I have all this time, I can actually kind of help out.
2: That's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice to see someone. Yeah, you, you like to hear that. Yeah. Not that it matters, but it's like, it adds to the show. So when you watch it, you're like, that's a good person there. Yeah. And I can watch it more.
2: It helps when you, you like the the actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she actually was in the Scooby gang.
1: That's true, that's so true.
2: <laughs> yeah, Daphne, right?
1: <laughs> wow, I didn't even think of that. I'm recalling was it mute? was that the name of it where there's a silent oh, hush. Oh, hush. Hush. hush hush yeah
0: H- uh, hush is box. an episode that I will rewatch every single year. I love that episode, and I think it's the most effectively creepy, buffy episode.
1: There's another one I'm thinking uh that's coming back is uh. I think every, I think they're still in school or maybe they're in college at this point but like they're trying to again save the world there's a demon that's going to destroy everything but Xander's kind of a, it's like Xander's episode the episode's called the Zeppo
2: Oh the Zeppo yeah when he's he's like not he doesn't bring anything to the table Xander yeah. has
1: his own story Yeah and so I think if I'm recalling it right he he does something in the end that actually saves a lot of things Yeah and yeah he is His entire side quest
0: where he's with a bunch of zombie jocks who are trying to blow
1: something up, I believe. Oh, weren't they going to blow up the school? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, they were going to blow up the school. And that's where, like, all of his friends are. Yes. And they're fighting this big bad thing. Mm -hmm. And he even, like, I I think he's running by the room at some point and, like, someone gets kicked out and it looks like a horrific battle and Xander's just, like, doing his thing. And I don't think he even told him at the end. He's just like, yep.
2: Yeah, it was, like, his special little thing that he knew about.
1: Yeah, that's a great
0: episode.
2: I mean they're all pretty good though. There
0: are a lot mm-hmm. of really good episodes, definitely. High school is so tough in Sunnydale. <laughs> I know.
2: It's tough normally. <laughs> and then you're on the Hellmouth.
0: Right. And that's I, I love that that whole thing where in basically Living on the Hellmouth and dealing with the demons is an analog for going through high school. Yes. And they do such a good job of bringing so many different elements of what's terrible about high school and being high school age into that show.
2: I think they actually say high school is hell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just having the school built right on top of a Hellmouth, <laughs> <Yes>. it's perfect. <laughs>
2: I don't know how many times the library has fallen apart.
1: Oh, I know. Man, the tax has got to be tough. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You think of, like, the school budgets. Oh, we got to pass another capital project to fix everything.
2: Why does anybody keep moving in? Right. (laughs) Move away. What
1: are the grade levels when your mortality rate is so high?
2: (laughs) That's a good question.
1: How do you think Angel stands up to... You know, Buffy's the original thing, Angel, not spinoff, continuation, yeah. multiverse. Um, how do you think it holds up?
2: Um, I think it holds up. There's new characters. Some of it isn't as good. Obviously, like, Buffy's not there the whole time, but there's more Cordelia time. <laughs> and I want me some Cordelia. <laughs> so, like, all these new characters. And Cordelia kind of has a this, this special power.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that.
2: And her ghost in the wall. She's in
0: touch with the powers that be. (laughs) Yes. That went in some weird directions because Angel kind of starts out like vampire Batman and ends with all sorts of crazy stuff going down. And you see a shift in Angel too because Joss Whedon... Finished up with Buffy and came over and got more involved with Angel. And so things kind of take a darker turn at that point. Mm. Of course. Of course. Let's kill off some of your favorite characters.
2: (laughs) Things are going too well right now.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's why I have trust issues. (laughs) Joss Wheaton. Joss Wheaton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Olivia, thank you so much for joining us to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: Thank you so much for letting me talk about Buffy so much.
0: This has been a lot of fun. It has. Brought back a lot of good memories. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Enthusiasts Guild. You can subscribe and hear all of our episodes through your podcast player of choice. Find us on Facebook at The Enthusiasts Guild, on Twitter at Enthusiasts Guild, or contact us at Guild at gmail.com. Our music this episode is Ready, Aim, Fire by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, used under Creative Commons
1: license.